0: Hey folks, happy new year, you bad motherfuckers, as uh, Uncle Joey Diaz would say. Welcome to the Whitfield Report, the first episode of 2019. I'm so glad to have you here tonight, and uh, like I said, it's New Year's, can't believe it. Yes, I am so happy to be here uh, for the show, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, tonight's episode, the Saturday show, was, uh, jam-packed. This episode, I discuss, uh, Louis C.K.'s return to, uh, comedy. The, uh, bizarre ramblings of, uh, Kevin Spacey. And, uh, that creepy YouTube video that he put up. And, uh, then I discussed a, uh, a Twitter feud that I... I didn't really get into the Well, I didn't really get into a Twitter feud as much as I was dragged into a Twitter feud by uh, some of Owen Benjamin's fans. And yes, I know podcast listeners. Uh, many of you are probably sick of me talking to Owen Benjamin. Twice last year was good enough for me too, believe me. But uh, some of this stuff was unavoidable, and if you listen to the podcast, you'll understand why. But. Most uh, importantly, the reason why I'm particularly excited, I got to play. Uh, I got to play two new parody songs uh, from my very good friend uh, Chuck Boris, aka Locomotive Breath. Chuck has been a guest on the Whitfield Report before. Uh, he was a guest earlier. Well, in the fall, he was guest in the fall of 2018. So, last year, but not that long ago, either. Uh, so, tonight's folk, tonight's uh, episode, folks, isn't too political. It's uh, mainly just me playing videos and doing commentary on pop culture and whatnot. And uh, reading the chat and basically just having a good time. But that's what this podcast is here for. I want to thank you all for listening to the uh podcast and for subscribing and sharing with your friends twenty nineteen is going to be be a great year for the podcast ladies and gentlemen i have a very good feeling about it so uh without further ado let's uh jump into the podcast first things first though let's uh hear a message from our sponsor for the show and then i'll get to uh the podcast so anyway folks uh Happy New Year to you, and thank you for listening very much to the first ever uh, episode of the Whitfield Report for 2019. And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Whitfield Report. I'm your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live from NGC Studios. Happy fucking new year, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Blade Runner Year uh, as well. It's uh 2019. Uh Wow, it's unbelievable that we're already in 2019. Seems unreal. Um anyway folks how was your uh, holidays I hope it's good I I hope your uh, new year's and christmas and all that was uh pretty good and uh thanks to the folks in the uh, chat the the savages who are showing up we have my man locomotive breath whose music I will be featuring uh, later tonight, tonight, and I'll explain why here in a bit, and then we have, uh, Maester Stillwater, who, uh, is a regular, too, he, he changed his, uh, he changed his YouTube channel, his YouTube handle, is that what they call it on, on YouTube, your, your channel, your handle, I, I don't fucking know anymore, but, uh, regardless, Oh, and then we have, uh, Ciro, a.k.a. Uh, Badman Tan, or, uh, yeah, Tanned Badman, Badman, I guess, which, uh, folks, for those of you who don't know what the fuck has been going on, l- let me just say this or off the bat, a lot of you guys who are, uh, non-savages, uh, who follow me on Twitter and who listen to the audio podcast, Occasionally, a lot of you folks have been have been tweeting me on Twitter and uh, DMing me and asking me what the fuck has been going on with all these replies to me. I'll address that later in the show because um, it is fucking nuts. Honestly, there's some stuff that I can't go into uh, now, right now, for uh, legal purposes, but. I mean, if you follow me, and you know what's going on, you kind of know what shit, or rather what shit I haven't been involved in. It's shit that I've been accused of being involved in, but that I've, that no one I know has been accused of. But uh, anyway, before we get to uh, crazy ex-stalker associates... Let's, uh, let's dive into what's been going on with uh, comedy. Let's just fucking start there. Um, so, Louis C.K. Did, uh, did a set on December 28th, I believe. So, right before uh, New Year's. And see, this is the, the other thing, <laughs> folks, I, have, I, I want to point out. For those of you who have been listening to the show for only about a year or so, uh, and many of the longtime podcast l- listeners will know this, but I usually take a, a hiatus between um, between Christmas and New Year's. Like the week before Christmas, I'll record an episode, like a end of year thing, and then I'll take a hiatus until the beginning of January, which is now. The reason I do that is so that I don't lose my sanity with all the, uh, political bullshit and whatnot, because it can get mentally taxing. And, uh, as some of you have no doubt seen from some fellow YouTubers who do it every day for four hours, and then end up spiraling and talking about moon bullshit and what and whatnot. So, uh, you know, I... I mean, I do this thing most most of uh, the year, but every once in a while it is good to take like a week hiatus, maybe two weeks. But at the same time, it always seems like whenever I take a break from the show, newsworthy shit happens. It it's uncanny. It it always happens. Um, and same in entertainment too. Um. So anyway, Louis C.K. start did a uh, leaked stand-up comedy set. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, obviously, but it's hilarious. I uh, said uh, last, I said last year in 2018. Jeez, it's it's weird to say last year because uh, I yeah, it's it's weird. Like your mindset is still in 2018. But anyway, last year. Um, on one of the episodes, I actually did a show about Louis C.K. and whether or not he'll be coming back. I predicted that he would come back within the year, He that he would make a big comeback, and that the Me Too people would freak out, and sure enough, they did. Everything I predicted with Louis came true. What, what I didn't expect, though, was that he would go after the PC Nazis and the David Hoggs of the world as... Uh, much as he did. So, I listened to his new material. I'm gonna play a clip of it. It, it's, it's great. If you haven't had a chance to watch the full set yet, just do it. It's amazing. But, uh, anyway, one part in particular that particularly, uh, just maybe busted out hysterically was how he criticized, uh, baby boomers. Like, super fidgety, baby boomers, and then, um, just, millennials, oh my god! Yeah, those, those freaks. So, uh, I cued this up before I started the show, the program, hopefully it saved my spot. Anyway, uh, here's Louis C.K. uh, you know, commenting on the state of the world right now, and how uptight everyone is, and, uh, this is the stand-up, uh, this is his stand-up that has gotten a lot of controversy over the last week, which I find hilarious. You know, he's, I don't even think this is his worst material, like, he's put out way worse jokes, and yet, you know, because he's not, uh, because he got Me Too'd, he's, now in the shit. So now everything he's saying is controversial too. But anyway, I'm going to shut up and uh play this for you and mute my mic because otherwise you're just, you're just going to be hearing me laughing like an idiot like the guy who recorded this audio. I apologize for that, but there's nothing I could do. Um anyway, here is uh Lucy came making me uh laugh hysterically. Cut number uh, 1. Go.
1: I had quit doing drugs. (laughs) When I was 16, I was like, I got to fucking start This shit is ruining my life. (laughs) But I'm a little disappointed in the younger generation, honestly. Because I'm 51 years old, and when I was like 18 to my 20s, I mean, we were idiots. We were getting high, doing fucking mushrooms and shit. And then older people were like, you got to get your shit together. And we were like, eh, fuck you. And I was kind of excited to be in my 50s and see people in their 20s and be like, they're crazy. These kids are nuts. But they're not. They're fucking, mm. they're just boring. <laughs> fucking telling you shouldn't say that. What the fuck are you, a old lady? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's appropriate. Fuck Woo! you. are a child. Why are you finger fucking each other and doing jello shots? Like, why aren't
2: you.
3: Why?
1: You should address me. They're like royalty. They tell you what to call them. them. You should address me as they, them. Because I identify as gender neutral. Oh, Okay. Okay, you should address me as there, because I identify as a location, (laughs) and the location is your mother's cunt.
0: Uh, I think I'm going to start using that now, whenever one of these, uh, whenever these Antifa libtards comes up to me. I, uh and what I'm just gonna say I'm a location and uh it's with your it's at your mom's house. So or something like that. I love it though.
1: It doesn't have to be yeah. that nasty. <laughs> but it can be. <laughs> I don't know they testify in front, in front of Congress, these kids. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing? You're young,
3: you should be crazy, you should be unhinged.
0: quick, is Eric is Eric never filming this? Uh I don't know, but it sure sounds gay, so maybe. Uh it was either I don't know, maybe uh maybe Pinder's filming filming was here. I, I don't know. It it, it could have been him too. So it but it certainly wasn't one of my crew. I can tell you that. Well it, it might it might have been my it might have not been my friend uh Jeff. Yeah, he's, he's he's the only one who could have filmed this, but I I don't think he did because he was he was talking to me about Ori the other day too. But uh anyway. Mm. And the location
1: is your mother's cunt. It <laughs> doesn't have to be yeah. that nasty <laughs> It can be. (laughs) I don't know, they testify in front of Congress, these kids? (laughs) What the fuck? What are you doing? You're young, you should be crazy, you should be unhinged, not in a suit saying, I'm here to tell, fuck you. You're not interesting. Because you went to a high school where kids got shot. Why does that mean I have to listen to you? Why does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way. I mean, now I got to listen to you talking. Everybody gets upset when there's a shooting at a high school. I don't really see why it's any worse than anybody else dying. I don't. Because a lot of people die. Every day 7,500 people die in America, okay? So that day 17 kids got shot in a school. What about the other fucking 7,500 people? They didn't die in their sleep. Some of them got electrocuted by their parents. <laughs> people get upset because they're young, right? They died so young. That's offensive to me. Because I, what, if I die now, fuck me. <laughs> Everybody's going to die. Why is it worse? I mean, old people die. Nobody gives a fuck. You know, like when you tell somebody my grandmother died. They're like, oh, how old was she? She was 98. <laughs> Why'd you even tell me?
3: I don't know. I grew up in the
0: 1970s. In the 70s, I think that's the end of this uh I think that's the end of this joke, but, uh, yeah, you can obviously, and, and the, the PC left has been going nuts over this. Now, there's been a whole big thing of, uh, you know, some comedians are getting upset because this audio was leaked, and listen, I get it, uh, you know, people shouldn't leak audio of comedians because that's their material, but on, on the, uh, other hand, I actually think it was smart that this got leaked because I think if Louis tries to sell an hour, I mean, I, I think it would sell regardless. I think people would buy it, but this was smart in terms of like. This was. I don't think Louis did this intentionally. Uh, you know, I don't think he planned on having this leaked. But this was good, like, free PR for him because. The uh the like to dislike ratio on this video is like it's the last time I checked, which was about like an hour ago, it was uh it was like twenty two K likes to like a thousand dislikes. And most of the comments were Yes, he's fucking back or you know, like these the he's the goat or something like that. But uh anyway um yeah, I mean Louis is Louis should just do another special. I mean, you know he's he has all his specials out on his website anyway. Um, he should just put another one out, and he sells them all for five dollars. Like I have all of his, I have all the specials. I have, I have I have every single one of them. I think I think that he's put out on his website i i also have like one or two of the hbo specials he's he's done um but yeah i mean he has his own he has his own platform he might as well use it so how if he even wanted to like even though this one is free technically i would uh i would buy this if he wanted to like buy the if you wanted to buy the audio from the guy who recorded this, and then, like, put it on his website and clean it up, I would still buy it and listen to it on repeat. Because it's just that fucking, uh... great. And it also... pisses off the, uh, the PC... the politically correct people, which... you know, I like to make, uh, jokes that the PC people are pissed off because I'm also a Mac person, so... But yeah, Louis back, so uh, that was good. Now the other crazy shit that happened. Well, there was a bunch of crazy shit that happened uh, while I was go- while I was on hiatus. Kevin Spacey uh, accused uh, accused pedophile Kevin Spacey made a uh, made a really weird video on Christmas Eve. Uh, no one knows what the fuck to, uh, call this. It's not really like an apology video. It's not really like a confession video. I, uh, no one knows what to call it. And I don't know what to call it either. Other than the fact that he's playing, uh, he's playing his character from House of Cards. And I got like a, I got a lack, of, I got a lot of flack from Twitter on this. But, um. As far as acting goes, I've always really, uh... Appr- I've always really admired Kevin Spacey as an actor. Obviously, if this whole thing with, uh... You know, him being a pedophile is true... Then... Yeah, you know... Fuck him. But... uh Someone at someone people kept emailing me and tweeting at me. Yes, people actually do email me and uh ask me to analyze this and do a do a breakdown. I'm not sure what they want me to break down though, whether his uh, do they want me to break down his acting or how cre- creepy it is. No idea. But uh I guess we'll go ahead and uh play this. So, let's see, what do we have? Uh, I've... I've got... Oh, that's right, I've got to go and choose the file. So, uh, anyway. Um, while I'm doing that, let me just tell you, uh, in terms of the show for this year, I'm... Uh, I just got some new software to make my uh, mix even better, my live mix, so I can add multiple uh, a- audio applications into this and have like a mixing board so I can feed different applications into this. Um, so, what that means is I can actually add sound effects into this uh, stream now, which... I might play around with. I've, I have, like, one of those soundboards. I've, no, I've never been able to use it because I don't have, like, a digital mixer. But I do now. I'm also debating on whether or not to take calls. Um, Canonymous. Hello, sir. Um, I will mod you, too. Give me a sec. Um, a bunch of people have asked me if I'm going to be taking calls. Um... And I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to. Um, first off, if, if I do, I'll probably just use like a Google number and I have to find out how to port it into the app I, I use and whatnot. Um, I used to take, to take calls back when I did the show on, on Block Talk Radio and that was super fun. But uh, I, I'd like to do it. I just don't know if it would be worth it. I also don't know if I would get serious calls or just like you know, knowing this audience, they would just call in to troll me, uh, especially if more people from Nightwave come over here. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm getting good enough at identifying the night, the, uh, the Nightwave crowd that I'll probably be, be able to recognize them, but maybe not. Um, a drone pizza delivery? That would, that would be great, actually. Okay, so, uh. Here is Kevin Spacey's bizarre slash creepy slash brilliantly acted uh, video uh, on Christmas Eve. This is titled Let Me Be Frank, and it this was one, one of the most what-the-fuck uh, things I've seen on the internet in quite a long time, and that's saying something. Yeah, just don't ban anyone. Oh, you, bro, bro, you you don't like my you don't like my phone call. You don't agree with me. Well, I'm just gonna give you the phones, and you're fucking banned for life, dude. Um, no, I no, I know you would. I know you would gay I don't. I don't. I don't mind troll calls either. I just don't want every single phone phone call. So, but uh, yeah. Oh. I know you would too, Prickana. but the problem with you is I is I know your voice. My voice is naturally lower than your, yours, so... <laughs> because I'm like... Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. But uh, anyway, first off, I have to address an actual criminal. So, uh, here's the bizarre Let Me Be Frank clip from Kevin Spacey. Go. There is a point as to why I'm planning this.
4: I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong. It's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, Penis? darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. No, No, not really. You trusted me, even though you knew you shouldn't. Nah, I never trusted you after that. No matter what anyone says. And besides, I know what you want. You want me back. Of course,
0: some believed it. Now, let me be frank, I I didn't do that intentionally, that pun just came out, House of Cards, in its first few years, was a fantastic TV show. It was fantastic, the left hated that one too, because in that show, Kevin Spacey and Robin Wright basically play the Clintons in House of Cards. And they're, they're Democrats. They're, they're corrupt as hell on this show, too. And and they murder people. They murder journalists. Uh, you know, I'm not... And at this point, people are like, why are you spoiling the show? Dude, it's been out six years. So go and watch it. But uh, the, the show is fucking great. And, uh, but this last season, uh, you know, which starred, uh, Robin White only, <clears throat> it was the most bizarre, convoluted, it, it didn't make sense. Like, I understand that, that they had to do a ton of rewrites because of the whole Kevin Spacey thing, but even so, that it, it was, it was rushed. And so, a bunch of people, me included, were kind of like, eh, you know, in terms of his acting, I wish Kevin Spacey were back. The other thing about Kevin Spacey is, it's weird, because, and I had said this before any of us knew that he was being accused of pedophilia. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, Aside from House of Cards, I mean... You know, The Usual Suspects is a brilliant movie. LA Confidential, which is hugely underrated in my opinion, has to be one of the best movies of all time. And, uh, oh yeah, you don't like Kevin Spacey? You don't like Kevin Spacey movies? You're banned, bro! You're banned! No, but. So, I mean, when. So. With the whole Kevin Spacey thing, and this is kind of the same thing with Louis C.K., I don't approve of what Louis C.K. did, although it certainly wasn't as bad as what uh, Harvey Weinstein did, and I certainly don't approve of what Kevin Spacey allegedly did. But I will, I've always been a believer when it comes to uh, performers that you should be able to judge the art form uh, separate from how they act personally. Now, I, I understand, like, you know, for some people that's hard. Like, you know, if, it like, if you're the one who, like, knows someone who, you know, was molested by Kevin Spacey, like, I, I get that. I'm not saying ever, everyone should do that, but I think, you know, we should be able to take artistic performances for what they are, which are performances. Unfortunately for some people, they can't separate themselves from their, uh, act. Uh, well, but the person I'm referencing isn't even that big enough to really matter, so. Anywho, uh, continuing on, this, uh, this still is really creepy, too and have just been waiting
4: with bated breath to hear me confess it all they're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple only you and I both know it's never that simple not in politics and not in life but you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence would you? you wouldn't rush to judgments without facts would you? did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. Anyway, all this presumption made for such an unsatisfying ending, and to think it could have been such a memorable send-off. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Because I can promise you this. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules like I ever played by anyone's rules before. I never did. And you loved it. Anyhow, despite all the poppycock, the animosity, the headlines, the impeachment without a trial, despite everything, despite even my own death, I feel surprisingly good and my confidence grows each day that soon enough you will know the full truth well, wait a minute now that I think of it you never actually saw me die did you Conclusions can be so deceiving.
0: Miss me? Not real. Not that much. But, uh... Okay, the reason I'm playing this clip is because... I've seen chatter on Reddit and whatnot, and, uh... Conspiracy theories on Twitter that... Kevin Spacey is exposing, like, a pedophile ring, um, in Hollywood, and that, you know, the, I guess they're accusing him of, like, people are saying that he got outed as a pedophile because he's exposing a pedophile ring, but, eh, eh, I don't know, why did, why did, why did it take him so long to do this, if that were the case. Anywho, I I don't know how to how to react other than if if this was an audition tape to get back uh, in house cards, it was a great fucking audition tape, I will say that. But uh, you know, as far as like a legal defense or you know like I know this this seemed weirder than O.J. Simpson's uh, if I did it, book. It was really weird. Speaking of weird conspiracy theories... Okay, let me finally address the elephant in the room. I I tried to do this a few uh, weeks ago... In a stream, but... Uh, I got trolled mercilessly by... Uh, my favorite cult. So... um Oh, wait, uh, Canonymous is saying we have breaking news, uh, so, uh, real quick, is this like breaking, breaking news, Canonymous, or, uh, by the way, sir, since I'm, since I'm here, and I can see the chat, I can see the chat in the, uh, application I use, too, but, since I'm actually in the actual YouTube chat,
3: too.
0: Welcome. Welcome to the mod. Yeah. Uh, anyway, did, did we have baking news or no? I hope... If we do, let me know. Anyway, speaking of uh, conspiracy theories... Um, Owen Benjamin. Yes, I know that like 90% of you... Who listen to this podcast on audio... Are probably sick of hearing out Owen Benjamin's name. Owen Benjamin... Uh, a few weeks ago, went on his stream and doxed two former fans who also happen to be uh, viewers of this program, too, and listeners of this podcast. And... Just flat out doxed him. Now, I don't want. Now I'm I'm treading very carefully because there's all this there's all this cockamamie stuff that you know is is going on right now. But long long story short, Owen basically accused. Uh, the danger zone of poisoning his family. And because I'm associated with the danger zone, this utter and complete fake, this creep on Twitter who doesn't even uh, bother me mentioning his name, he's not worth my time, it's not Owen, but this goon, who has nothing better to do than namelessly accuse people of shit that they didn't do, accused me and several others of basically poisoning Owen's family. What a lot of you people were DMing me about was because my name appeared on a list of like people to unfollow and block because I had somehow involved. I had I was somehow involved. No, I I was. Some people were saying I was one of the key architects in this conspiracy to poison Owen Benjamin's family. Okay. For those of you who didn't uh, listen to the two episodes, no, the three episodes that I did about Owen Benjamin and the Fallout with, and my Fallout with the whole unbearable group the first time, let me just lay down a few rules for you people, since you clearly aren't paying attention. I know, I know that the people in here in my chat are. But just in case any of you uh, bears are lurking, you know, watching this later, or if any of you are subscribed to the the audio podcast, listen up and listen good. First off, the reason why I disagree with the reason why with the bears was because Owen pretty much bullied everyone else in the group who I, who I had become close with and accused them of being stalkers. The, the biggest thing for me was the point at which I think the whole unbearable thing went to shit, honestly was when John Neary, a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine who can introduce me to, Was accused of being a racist for roasting, because he roasted uh, Nimmer, who owns third-rate comic opening act. This is how this whole crap started. I. Here, okay, so you want a timeline, folks? Because some of you bears have been asking, well, where, what's your timeline, Sam? Where, where are you in all this? Okay, let me explain my whole thing. Okay, I listened to the Joe Rogan episode last year with uh, Kurt Metzger and Owen Benjamin. I had heard of Owen Benjamin's name because he uh, made he made like a couple appearances on Crowder, but I never really paid attention to him when he was on Crowder. But I listened to, but I saw that an episode with him and Metzger was on my uh, I podcast feed for Rogan, so I'm like, okay, I will download this episode and listen to it, I downloaded it, uh, at the time, when I listened to it, I thought Owen was pretty good, he wasn't Dennis Miller level, uh, good, in terms of comedy, he wasn't even Joe Rogan, but I I was, I was willing to give him, give him a listen, I thought that Kurt Metzger was rude to him and kept in- interrupting him. So, I did research on this guy and, you know, this guy seemed to be a free speech warrior at the time and he had this whole thing called, called the bears. Well, to be honest, I was a little creeped out by the whole bear motif from the very beginning. Um, so, I looked... I basically just threw a... a A DM out there on Facebook and on Twitter and I basically said hey I just heard Owen Benjamin's uh, podcast Um, I'm a pod with Joe Rogan I hear he does a podcast I'm a podcaster too he seems to be a really cool guy can we make something happen someone messaged me and I can't remember who that was it it wasn't you Canna but it was someone who at put me in contact with you. And then I joined Canna's, uh, un, I can't even remember what the Discord was called. But it was, it was Canna's Discord. I, uh, I submitted my feed to the, uh, to the, un- to the Unbearable podcast. I met Canna. I met, uh, Cal Bear, shout out to, shout, or no, shout out to, Ka- yeah, shout out to Caleb, if you're uh, listening, buddy, happy new year, I, uh, and then Cannon was like messaging me and, well, since you do a podcast, you ought to listen to this guy named John Neary, so I listened to John and I loved John, so I met my message John, introduced myself, we hit it off, because John is a super likable guy. I was also introduced to, uh, the whole Carlos Danger crew, and, uh, they were nice guys. I I met Chuck my first, my first night I, I became an unbearable, I met, I met Chuck, locomotive breath. So, uh, everything seemed copacetic. A week later, Owen gets banned from Twitter permanently. And uh, I did a stream. This was also... Canna was the one who uh, influenced me to start streaming the show live on YouTube. This show originally was audio only, but now it's video and audio because of Canna. So thank him for pushing me to do a video stream of this show. don't just thank me. Thank him. I'm not sure how you're going to do it since he's not on social anymore, I don't think. But I guess just whisper or something if you're listening to earbuds. No one is going to think you're crazy. But, uh... Well, but when Owen got banned on Twitter, I did a whole... Stream from my porch. I remember that, where I smoked cigars. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, and then, like, a week after that, I tuned into a Nimmer's stream, who at the time, I... I wasn't really sure what to make of Nimmer. Um, but I tuned in, and Neary was being a goof, and saying, oh, I want to go on your stream and, you know, have a rose battle with you, bro. I want to... I want to see just how good of a comedian you are and I'm and here I am I'm along really, lines like John this is the this is the professional stand up uh you know this is the this is the uh this is the opener for the stand up comic like okay Nemez god is somewhat good so we went on to Nimmer's stream, everyone was watching, and basically, I wish I had clips. I wish we fucking had clips of this. It would solve so many of our problems, but basically, Neri roasted Nimmer and basically made him choke. Uh, you know, which, you know, he was, he was sweating. Nimmer lost a roast battle on his own stream. And then, uh, Nimmer's fans, the the Spades, or whatever they, they are, um, which I don't, I don't get what, why. I understand Sam Savage is because it rhymes with my name. It, it doesn't, it, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm not going to hurt my head trying to rationalize that. But anyway, uh, the the Nimmo crew, that whole sect of the bears started calling John racist because they simply roasted uh, on Owens. They mock they mocked the precious. They mocked uh, you know, Owen is, Owen is Gollum. and uh, you know they mocked the precious ring, which is never and you can't do that. Oh my God. They accuse John of being racist, which is weird, because anyone who knows John knows that he's married to a black woman, a beautiful black woman, uh, an actual woman from Africa. So, I thought that this whole, whole thing would get resolved and that Owen would, you know, watch the roast, although then Nimmer deleted it. I tried telling, uh, I I tried messaging Ellen on Twitter. I I I tried in saying, "Hey, I think that there's some, you know, misleading stuff." Basically, this whole like breakup started because the sidekick. At least in my view, it started because the whole because this because the mother the fucking sidekick. Couldn't take a fucking joke on his own stream. And uh You know, I am just I'm just gonna say this. The fact that the the that the unbearables are basically fracturing in my mind at least to the point where they're fracturing for a whole bunch of reasons now. It's gotten way worse since I've left. But people want to know why I left. I left because of John. And because then Owen turned on other uh, people too. Who I found to be good people. Who I can't name and who asked me not to name them. You You guys know who you are though. I will also say, and for anyone documenting stuff, let me also say this. Owen made fun of a disabled comedian uh, who this disabled comedian, Joe Urell, uh go like him on Facebook I, I think he's back on Facebook, so go like his page um he he got into a simple roast battle on Owen because Owen was back, oh I've had I've had upteen comedy specials. And, uh, supposedly, all made, like, fun of his, that his comedy career has taken off or something. And that he's only had, like, one half hour comedy special or something. And, uh, and Owen says that the guy also made fun of his, fun of his wife or something like that. But I've heard conflicting stories on that. But... The, uh, the... Joe basically made fun of Owen's career. And then... Owen made a series of really... uh, Unfunny and tasteless... And quite honestly fucked up uh, jokes about him being... In a wheelchair. About Joe being in a wheelchair. Which really frosted my uh, cookies. Not only because I'm in a wheelchair... But just because it was childish behavior... And the way roast battles work, I've I've watched enough uh, roast battles like Yo Mama and shit to know that uh, the way roast battles work is that you roast each other on a particular topic. So it would have been way different if like uh, if Joe had roasted Owen on his career. And Owen would have said something like, well, at least I have a career, you know, or something like that. But it was basically like, it, w- it was basically like, uh, you know, Owen, you're you're, you're an unknown com- comedian. And Owen was like, oh, yeah, well, you're a, well, your career has no legs. Uh, you know, go roll away, and, you know, I bet. I bet you you're having I bet your careers having really uh is uh having real uh tough time getting traction or something oh yeah that that's right that's right bad tan man thanks for reminding me uh not only were the puns bad but they were also crowdsourced as well so Owen didn't even write the the puns either furthermore he didn't even consult me. On these puns, which I'm not upset about that. Although, he, even if he had, I would have, I would have said like, "Owen, oh, what the what the fuck, dude? Like, why are you going after this guy? He's not, he's not worth your time." That's that's another reason why I, I, I thought Owen was redeemable at that point, and I had tried talking to him, but the, the once once I came out and defended Joe Ural... The bears started attacking me, too. So if if there were uh if there wasn't reason for me to hate Ellen Benjamin before, that was when I truly lost respect, and that's when I said I'm officially out, and I basically uh you know parted my way and said I'm out. I wish Owen the best, but this isn't for me. I think he's a jerk and not a comedian, and that's it. Now, that's my story, and I'm, I'm sticking to it. Let me say this, too. Well, I think Owen is a jerk now, and, well, it's clear that he's a conspiracy theorist now, too. Way off the deep end, conspiracy theorist. With this whole moon landing crap. Well, let me say this. While well, I don't care for Owen or his comedy, I don't hate him to the extent that I want him to uh, be harmed. Or even Fail. I wish him the best as far as like being a husband and a and a dad. I I really don't care anymore. the The only reason I care about Owen Benjamin now because because all all these bears are like, well, if you don't like Owen, then why are you still tweeting about about him and whatnot? Why are you still because he keeps Attacking my peeps now, and because his train wreck has gotten so public now that it's pretty hard to ignore. But I really don't care about. I don't. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't care enough to waste the uh, the resources to poison someone. Hey, I none of us even have that much money to do that, I would think. I don't I don't even know I don't even know how that would work realistically, and I'm not going to going to speculate. But I I love the fact that like that we're all criminal masterminds now. I mean, the only the only evidence I can think of of me being like a criminal is that basically like I wear a fedora hat and like a suit coat, and that like people have said I look like a uh, James Spader's character from from The Blacklist, which by the way I I was I was rocking the fedora and suit look before James Spader. Before the blacklist even existed, but you know, I, I I guess, I guess the height of my criminality is I'm a is I dress the same way as like a fictional criminal mastermind. So um, yeah, yeah, not you're you're. I, I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> Your fedora is, is criminal in and of itself. Oh, oh yeah, so, so add Sam's... Oh, yeah, so that so that's right. Add Sam's fedora to the list of criminal con- conspirators. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's hilarious. And by the way, if you're a bear and you still like listening to Owen's streams... Okay, good for you. I'm not going to stop you. At this point, Owen's uh, thing is so weird with the whole moon conspiracy theory that, like, I think it's laughable, but I'm not going to stop you from listening to it. If you're still a fan of Owen Benjamin, and this has always been, been my policy too, after we broke up, the last thing I said to the unbearable is hey, I'm leaving this group, but, um, yes, I've seen Pretty in Pink too, too, Gabe, but, uh, that was the one chick flick that I've seen, and it's because, it's because, a ex-girlfriend of mine in high school made me, made me watch that. It's not bad, but, um, yeah, but, uh, let me just say that James Spader's actually Still, actually, has an acting career, amazingly. But yeah, the the basically the height of my criminality is I'm James Spader's character from The Blacklist. That's like my grand criminal conspiracy. So next thing I know, Stuart is probably going to be photoshopping my face into into Raymond Reddington's um. So. Had I been smart, I would have actually put my bear handle as like Raymond Barrington. Or... Oh, well. Mm. But yeah. So for those people who are asking like why I'm on this list of so-called criminals, relax. It's 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 just some crazy dude who Owen even uh who Owen even disavowed at the at the uh. At the end. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, uh, oh yeah, and the, and the FBI is, the F, the FBI has, I guess, been, been, uh, apparently I'm also interfering, like, in an F, FBI investigation, too. But I'll let you in on a little secret. Just like Raymond Reddington, I, too, am a cyber FBI. Informant. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm a I'm an informant for the FBI. Oh, not for the I'm I'm in, I'm an informant for the FBI, and by FBI I mean the female body inspectors. Yep, that's the only <laughs> that is the only FBI I, I'm a part of. So you got me guilty as charge. So, so yeah. In fact, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, we we have we have photo evidence of that, that too. So yeah, of of Ken and I with the F, FBI. So um, no, but but see, Chuck, I'm not I'm not against the FBI. the the fe, the female the female body inspectors they love me. They they love me. So all of this, um, well, all of this leads me to, I'm not going to play any Owen Benjamin Moon conspiracy clips, because, um, well, quite honestly, I would just be repeating what several other channels have done. Uh, by the way, shout out to ROTC, who, we are, uh, Revenge of the Sis, who, People think we're associated with ROTC. We're not. I'm not. I'm not affiliated with with them. I didn't know about about them. Also, oh, this is another thing. Candace says, how can you forget about the moon landing? The other thing I did, which which I'll admit to, I'll admit I did some trolling this week. Um... What I did did this week Oh, let me just say this about Owen's moon uh, conspiracy. The first stream of his that I tuned in where he was talking about moon conspiracy theories he was doing like a track by track album uh, analysis of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. He was reviewing Dark Side of the Moon. Which he's... I know he's done that before, but... I mean... He's into moon conspiracies, but... His favorite album is... is, One of his favorite music albums is Dark Side of of the Moon. Which is one of my favorite albums. Oh my god... Uh, the the irony The irony is so it, it's the irony is painful just in that alone. So knowing that knowing that he was talking a dark side of the moon, but yet also claiming we never went to the moon, uh I basically like made a I basically started t- tweeting, like, music and songs with, like, about going to the moon or, uh, moon-related songs. So I, I, I tweeted out, like, one day I tweeted out Walking on the Moon by the police, which is, as most people know, I'm a big fan of Sting, one of the greatest songwriters of all time, in my opinion, one of the great bass players too in rock and roll, Uh and punk. Walking, walking on the moon is a, is a great song. So I tweeted that, and I I got a, I got comments from bears like, oh, that, and I and I tweeted out like, I dedicate this to Owen Benjamin, and uh, to the unbearables. They didn't realize I was trolling. So some of the bears. We're like, oh, well, um, that's, oh, yeah, you like, you like The Police? That, that's cool. Oh, man, this song is good. I, I had to earn it in, like, a real long time. Or, you know, like, stuff like that, which was kind of cool, but kind of funny, too. I did, uh, R.E.M.'s, I tweeted out R.E.M.'s, uh, Men on the Moon, too, which, uh, Serial, maybe, uh, uh, could we do this? I don't know. I want to do like a. I want to do a a montage of Owen clips with men in the on the moon playing in the background. I think it would be hilarious. If anyone from ROTC is watching this, you guys can do it too. I don't care if it's at all the the. The bears can do it themselves. I don't, I don't care. I just think it would be funny... To have a montage of Owen's moon rants... With that song playing in the background. But yeah, this is what... This is what Owen's uh, whole thing has turned into... Is moon landing conspir- conspiracies. Maybe Chuck could do a cover of... Walking on the Moon... I don't know. Speaking of Mr. Chuck Boris, all this moon conspiracy talk and whatnot has, uh, led to us, uh, has led to one of the funniest videos I've seen in a long time from our own, uh, Chuck, a.k.a. Locomotive Breath, uh, who did a parody of, uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. This is hilarious. Um, it, it got dropped yesterday on Revenge of the Sith, the Sith podcast, and I know they're bigger, so I know we're late. I know we're a bit late, but uh, I wanted to play. I'm actually playing two of your songs tonight. Um, but I want to start off with uh, Chuck's newest video. Chuck has been a guest on the show before. Great uh, aspiring uh, satirist of songs. Great comedian, too. He's been on, on the show before. I, I I love Chuck and his musical. This video made me laugh out loud the first time I saw it. It's really good. So this is uh, Danger Zone Killed the, Ray, the Vimeo Star by our own Chuck Boris. Uh which I'm now realizing did I did I preload this already? I think I did. Oh yeah, I did. Thank God. Okay. Uh so tonight's musical guest performance, ladies and gentlemen. Now I'm channeling David Letterman. Tonight's musical uh guest performance, ladies and gentlemen, is Chuck Boris releasing his new single, Danger Zone Killed the Video Star. Take it away, Chuck. <laughs>
3: I heard you on my PC back a month or two Shaking your fist and tech claiming your words were true Well if I was a bear it didn't go with you oh, oh. You used to parody the second sequence Rewritten by your best streaming technology And now I understand that bears are not really. Oh, oh. The what should I tell them? Danger zone, kill the video star Danger zone, kill the video star Color's game has broke your heart Although the a on your shelf is not too far, too far And now you do shows in abandoned studios Where houses on trucks start the crowd, no bills are low and then are the days that we're Still on your jump score Still on the journey now, Take his own kill, me, i Take not give me, and broke your heart the on the shelf not too far, too far
0: Okay, first off, I want to say, I, I, real quick on the interruption, I, uh, people have said that Owen is on something, yeah, uh, I don't know, I, I get, I get really bad seasonal allergies, well, not anymore, folks, because I live in Florida, and, like, the pollen count here is super low because of the humidity. But, uh, yeah, even when I did have allergy season back in Colorado, the, uh, I never scratched my nose as much as Owen did, so, uh, you know, I don't want to repeat what Mersh said, but, uh, you know, well, shit, what the hell, cocaine is a hell of a drug, and, uh, you know, hey man, wanna buy some cocaine, man, okay, that was a really bad, like, (laughs) Cuban slash Jamaican accent, but um, yeah, all right, back to you, Chuck. Yeah, he, uh... Oh, I loved it. I guess, uh, Owen is doing his streams outside from his porch now, too. And, uh, dude, that is not good for your, uh, computer. That is not, like, Washington is not as humid as Florida, but, uh, oh, yeah. Ranting on Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Alyssa. I was there for that one. That's not even Owen's worst. Uh, Owen's worst, and this is one I, get, I got flack for, is uh, the fact that Owen called... Uh, you know, well, actually... Hold on. I still have this clip queued up here. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so... Fuck it. We're, we are go- uh, sorry, so sorry to the audio podcast li- listeners and to the people who are disappointed, but, but fuck it. We are, we are going to play clips because I never, I never got through this because, uh, you know, I, I had too many, uh, Sam haters in the, in the chat room when I, when I did this the last time, but when I really, really, really knew that Owen had Gone off the deep end was when he attacked Joe Rogan. Now, I'm a now i will I I wouldn't really say I'm a Joe Rogan fanboy, because there is stuff I disagree with Rogan on. But compared to NPR, Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan is basically the new uh, Terry Gross. It is basically the new uh Terry Grosser. And for my fellow millennials, are like, what, who the fuck is, Terry Grosser uh used to do this show. I think she still does on NPR. She, she used to have like a three-hour in-depth interview show on NPR where she would uh ask questions of like, you know, famous celebrities and do these really in-depth interviews. But because she's at, on NPR, she also has this really like, Sing-song, monotone voice that is really boring to listen to. Not only that, but she's also a, a leftist and a lesbian. Not just the lesbian, but a bold dyke lesbian uh, too. And uh, oh, and uh, Milo pretty much destroyed her, and uh, she lost her. She lost her shit live on air on NPR. So, all those people like in-depth interviews, now, they all listen to Joe Rogan. Um, Well, I actually did a fairly good Terry uh, Terry Gross interview, so... uh, Impression there. That's scary. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, though, when when, uh, Owen railed on Rogan... And then made a half-assed apology. That was when I really knew he was for it. This, uh... So this clip is titled... Owen apologizes. Or I was wrong about Joe Rogan. And this is Owen's, like, half-assed apology to Rogan. Hi. So, I'm
5: about to say something that isn't the easiest to say. But I think it's... Very, very important in this world, especially now with, this, um, with the internet and with politics and with all this cultural stuff that's happening, that when we realize we misstepped, when I realize I misstepped, even if I'm going to look like such a dumbass, you got to apologize and make it right. I got to apologize and make it right. So I just got off the phone with Joe Rogan.
0: We talked for a solid hour. Okay, now pause this. Literally, like, two days before this... Uh... Owen had basically gone, like, on a rant... Calling... Joe Rogan a big thumb... And, uh, And a gay... He... Owen has this thing about, like... Anyone who, who he disagrees with is a faggot... Um... And is gay... Which, believe me... I, I love throwing on the F word, too, for annoying people... Because, man, so basically, what what I'm saying is, I think Owen is a, a faggot. Since, since I kind of find him annoying. But, uh, no. But, uh, irregardless, I love the fact that, um, Owen, uh, apologi- apologizes and then re- retracts it. Here, uh, to Rogan. And doesn't really mean it.
5: Uh, he's he's not uh, a disloyal guy. And I, I really misread that. I'm not apologizing about, you know, going after Whitney Cummings and Burt and stuff like that. But he was. we had a really good talk. And I was doing the thing that women do. Where I thought that he should have known... I wanted to uh, go back on his podcast after the last time because it was so embarrassing with Kurt Metzger and all that. And that, uh, you know, I could have used some more support when, like, my Twitter got canceled and stuff like that. Like, I was acting like a woman because I never actually asked for any of these things. And so him not doing it, I took uh, as an attack. And then when I'd hear rumors and when I'd hear um, stuff... And then when I'd listen to his podcast from this point of view that's very female, you know, my wife can do it. When she thinks I'm something, everything I say confirms that.
0: Uh Okay, so he just also, he, uh, even in his own insult, he basically calls Rogan a female. He says says, says that he he, he reacted to uh, Rogan. No, no, he's calling himself a female here, but um... he basically says that he's reacting the same way his wife would react because supposedly Rogan doesn't support him as much. What? So you basically slammed? You're basically slamming your wife and whatnot. Smooth move, Ellen. Again. Uh.
5: I just, something in me broke and I just started really hammering at him. I don't, you know, I don't feel bad about, you know, saying he looks like a thumb or whatever, has a shiny head. Like those things. It's not like I am totally wrong, but he's a, he's a solid dude and he didn't have to call. He never has to work again. He's not pressured by
0: anybody. Okay. Now I, I tried saying this on the last stream, but people got pissed. Owen says that, uh rogan never has to work again he just said that now wait a few minutes because this is going owen's going to contradict himself here mark my words
5: me apologizing right now will get me nothing in fact it will only get me thousands of comments of people calling me a pussy but it would have been a pussy move not to set the record straight
0: uh I love how he thinks apologizing is what's going to make him a pussy. Now, insulting people constantly is what makes you a dick, dude.
5: No, that's not how this is going to appear to a, a lot of people. But, uh, listen, the internet, the bottom line is, the internet is is really hard to to, to see people's intentions sometimes, and I can be... I can think that I'm I'm really good at good at it sometimes and I'm really not, you know. When you hear someone's voice, when someone says your name, when someone you hear their tone when you fight, you know, we're like yelling at each other a little and then laughing and like it becomes so human again and I uh yeah, I was way too way way too hard on him and as far as
0: now he has a now, keep in mind, we're, th- we're two minutes and 55 seconds into this video. Owen still has not actually apologized yet. He's leading up to it, but he hasn't apologized. He's he's walking in there, oh, you know, he, this was my thought process. Great.
5: People in his position go, he does help people. He helped me in my life. And he doesn't owe me shit, and I don't owe him shit, but he...
0: No, no, Owen. You you do you do own you do owe R- Rogan shit though. You owe Rogan a lot. Hell, Rogan is the I I screw Owen. Let me just say a thank you to Joe Rogan, real quick. Joe Rogan, thank you. Had it not been for you, I would have never found out about Owen. And then I would have never found out about, uh, Canna and the Discord, and I would have never found out about John Neary, or anyone, or Chuck, or anyone in the, in the chat, as Sam Savages would have never been a thing. Also, my friend, uh, Ryan Marhofer. I mean, we knew each other a little bit before the, uh, Bears happened, but still, I connected with him because... He liked one of my posts on Milo, and then we, uh, we got talking, we found out we were both Rogan fans, so, yeah, without, without Rogan, none of this, uh, you know, Sam Savages would not, would not exist in its current incarnation, had it not been for the, uh, for the Joe Rogan experience, so thank you, Joe Rogan. (laughs)
5: taught me a very, very valuable lesson today that, um, pick up the phone and call and for me not to be a woman like that again, because I did try and contact Theo. I did try and contact Bert about this stuff, but not Rogan because he's so famous and so, you know, busy. He has like 90 jobs and he's still doing like squats with a f- freaking.
0: Okay. Did you just hear that? What Ellen said? He said that Rogan's so busy. And he has a million jobs, which is true. But earlier in this very same video, he said that Rogan never has to work again. Which is it, dude? Which is it? Weight vest, you know?
5: So the last thing I do is is call him. But I just put that whole crew on him. Because I was like, oh, his, his fiefdom. He's responsible for his fiefdom. But, yeah, so,
0: this is very interesting, looking at this clip again. This clip is a few months old. This was before the moon, this was after we left the Unbearables. But this was before uh, Owen got fixated on the moon, or whatever. This was in between. It's very interesting that he says that Rogan has a fiefdom, and whatnot. You know, because I Owen has the Bears, so that's his fiefdom. But it's interesting that he thinks that everyone else has a fiefdom, that, like, Owen is in charge... I mean, that Rogan is in charge of Burt Kreischer and Whitney Cummings and uh Ari Schaefer and Joey Diaz. It's interesting that Rogan compartmentalizes all of the comedians who are all individually successful as Rogan's five from, because they've all been on JRE's podcast. Now, you know, so basically, like, he thinks that everyone basically does, like, the same unbearable, like, you know, group thing that he does, you know, and, like, I guess Rogan is, like, in charge of that whole group. Everyone is successful. Now, look, I joke about Sam's savages, but like, I'm not the leader of. Well, I mean, I am, but I don't have underlings. Really, it, it it's not like you guys aren't you guys not like my my servants or my peasants or or anything. Well, except for Canada because he's Canadian, but uh, other than that. Everyone here is uh, pretty. Everyone here is ind- is independently successful. Um, so are comedians. This, and this is this, this is one thing I agree with Rogan when he when he says that tribalism is bad. This is a prime example of that of tribalism gone amok. It's, oh, he hasn't, oh, has he apologized yet? No, he hasn't. Let me, uh, let me get, um uh, let me get to that point. Oh my God. So, we're, uh, we're three minutes and 45 seconds into this clip. We only have two minutes left in this clip.
5: Bottom line is, I know some of you guys are going to be like, you took a knee, nope. This is not taking a knee. This is this is the opposite of taking a knee. Taking a knee would be knowing I was wrong and not saying anything because I was too much of a coward to face the onslaught of 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 shit I'm about to take from people because I am um, humbly apologizing for what I said about Joe Rogan um because a, a lot of it had to do with Alex Jones like him and Alex Jones's feud and then <laughs>
0: Okay, it took him literally 4 minutes and 15 seconds to say I'm apologizing to Joe Rogan. In an apology video. Okay, that would have been the first thing I started out with. If I were him. I would have said I apologize, and then I would have... I would have started off with that, and then I would have gone on to everything else. Rather than say, uh, I know I'm going to come... Come off as a pussy for, say, for saying this. And I'm, let me build a whole big e- explanation. That's why, uh, in the, in the great wor- wor- words of, uh, Mark, Mark Knopfler, the, uh, the little, the little fag has a, his own jet airplane and the little fag thinks he's a millionaire. But, uh, he's really just pompous. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I think you're a bit of a... Bit of a F-A-G. So... Uh, yeah, and he, he goes on to talk about... The reason why he was mad was because of the whole Alex Jones censorship thing. That's why you were mad at Rogan? Again. This was pre-Moon stuff, too, by the way. Okay, so... I'm sorry for wasting so much time on the whole Owen thing, uh, tonight, but because of the whole thing with my tweets and DMs and blowing up and me involved with this whole criminal conspiracy, uh, you know, this whole "unquote" criminal conspiracy, it, again. I mean, even with me calling Owen a, a fag, I, I mean I'm even I, I'm even joking there a bit. My friends and I call each other fags all the time as like a term of endear- endearment when we're giving each other shit. That's what, that's what I'm doing right now. For you, bears, who are like, oh, you called Owen no i am I'm, I'm doing it the joking way that guys mostly do, but um I just had to address all the inane comments that have been thrown my way again owen i I really wish you the best. I don't agree with you on the moon or anything uh, I doubt you're in listening to this. But, uh, you know, I wish things would turn out different. I really do. But, uh, anyway, on to other topics, because believe it or not, we still have one more topic and one more song from Chuck to play here tonight. I actually have headline news that I want to read for you guys. Uh, this was the most bizarre thing to happen over the new year in terms of back-to-celebrity news. And uh, don't worry, I'll be getting to Trump stuff on Thursday for this week. We have a lot to talk about with POTUS. Um, but... Headline from uh, HuffPost.com. I know, ugh, HuffPost. But it'll make sense, especially to check why I'm reading this headline, uh, once you see it. Okay, headline from HuffPost. M, M-M, Madonna has pretty great response to people wondering if she got button plans. My first response when I saw this headline was, what? Madonna, I, I thought she already had button plans. I thought she got them like, a long ass time ago. But anyway, uh Oh I, I love this. A video of the pop star icon performing on New Year's Eve prompted some Tiger body. Who cares? Uh okay. Madonna is responding to people who hung up on who are hung up on her appearance. I'm not because I don't care about uh pop culture. I don't c- I mean, I I do. I don't care about Madonna. Uh, The Queen of Pop. Is she anymore, though? Is she? I'm not sure. The Queen of Pop showed up at the historic Stonewall Inn in New York City for a surprise performance shortly after midnight on Tuesday. The singer, accompanied by her 13-year-old son, uh, David Bend on guitar, delighted the New Year's Eve partygoers with acoustic versions of Like a Prayer and Elvis Presley's 1961 hit Can't Help Falling in Love. Okay. Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Hold up here. Hold, Hold the phone. Is that what I think it is? HIV plus magazine. Hang on. Add this to the blooper reel, folks, for the Whitfield report. No shit, they really have an HIV, like, magazine publication now? This is... I've just got... I've just got a like... See if this thing is real. Dear God, please don't... Please, please let this not take me to, like, a porn site or something. Okay, open link to, uh... Twitter, okay. Oh, my... Oh, my God! It is... It is oh, my... Oh... That is. <laughs> well, subscriptions to this magazine mu- must not last too long. Uh, I would love to see what the highest, uh, what, like, the longest subscription uh, has been to this magazine. But anyway, yeah, it is as bad as I thought. Oh my god. Um, okay. Now that my amazement with debauchery has been completed, uh, okay. She also gave an impressioned speech. Uh, okay. But after the uh, video of the event hit the internet, many people were uh, paying attention to something other than Madonna honoring quote-unquote, the place where pride began. They were fixated on her butt. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, of, of, course the, of, of, cor- of, of course, if you're uh, playing in, like, San Francisco, in the gay community, of course the gay guys are going to be fascinated with butt plants. What are. Uh, th- that's. No. I'm straight and I. I'm straight and I know that gay guys are fascinated with, like, button plans and whatnot. <sighs> I know. I know. Uh, let's see. And, uh, basically, all these tweets are like people being fascinated. The, the thing that is, they don't even look good anymore. And Madonna tweeted, Desperately seeking no one's approval. Entitled to free agency of my body like everyone else. It's going to be an amazing year, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, this is hilarious that Madonna got button plans. Because I saw this... I saw this last night uh, on Flipboard. Shout out to Flipboard, sponsor of the show. Um... And I was like, oh, um, okay. Okay, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Still have any news. Then, when I was downloading uh, clips for uh, YouTube tonight, I saw this video. Another hit performance from Chuck Boris. And uh, I saw this, and I had to play it. I, I just had to. So, uh, this is, this is a parody that Chuck did a month ago of, uh, The Beatles Lady Madonna. This is called Hair Madonna, which is the, which is the, the best, which after reading this article, okay, so I basically just read the entire article basically as a setup for Chuck's video, but reading this, it makes Chuck's, uh, this makes your parody all of that much more funny. So, uh, by the way, go subscribe to Chuck's channel, at locomotive breath, even though he has more subscribers than I do. So, anyway, uh, this, uh, this track is called, uh, Air, Air Madonna, by, uh, by Mr. Chuck Boris And, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking funny, as they say in Boston. Uh, so... Okay. Ah, uh, by the way, McDonald I mean by the way uh, Madonna <laughs> I always called Madonna McDonald's there. Oh my god. Well uh I guess neither are good for you. Either, so I I thought Madonna was a porn star for the longest time. Honestly. I did play, I did play Chuck's newest video, uh, I, the, Danger Zone killed the, killed the Vimeo Star is Chuck's newest video, I think, right? And I, I'm acting like I know Chuck's catalog better than Hina knows it, so, okay, Yeah, I thought, I thought, okay, I thought I had, see, the, uh, the desktop is littered with, my, my desktop, which is where I put all these videos, they're just littered, and Chuck has several, oh, I know what I need to do. Yeah, you're seeing, uh, you're seeing live production as it happens, so, uh, no, it isn't, can, uh, well, I mean, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't have a one on time, so, uh, We'll, we'll, we'll play it, but anyway, here is, uh, here is Chuck's song, this would have been a perfect response, Chuck, to, uh, to Madonna's current situation, Th- this is, a- this is an absolutely perfect, uh, response to Madonna, so this one is called, uh, <laughs> Madonna, uh, by Chuck Morris, take it away.
2: Madonna, a razor at your feet. Cannot help but wonder why you're keeping free
3: well,
2: Madonna, I know you got some breasts. What makes you think we won't see the rest? One day you'll have sex with Dennis Rodman. The next day you'll go just a plug and Then you say you want to blow up the White House. Boy are you dumb every Madonna I know you got some rest we'll make makes
3: think we won't see the rest
2: Only got the music by giving Hey His stupidity is never ending. If I had free tickets, I wouldn't come. Get him to a psychiatrist to do some mending.
3: Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House.
0: Again, I'm not making this up. When I was a kid, I used to think Madonna was a porn star. That was like even before I knew that my, what like. Porn was. My Madonna, Madonna just always looked like one to me, so yeah, she was good looking in the day, but yeah, not anymore. Oof. So, uh, anyway, Chuck has another uh new video up, uh, which uh. I, I think it's great. I might, I might have to, uh, play this one in my soundboard now, once I get that application in, installed. Because it's worth And how did this not show up in my, uh, YouTube feed either? That's fucking bullshit. Just saying. And yeah, I've got the link. So, uh, thanks. Uh, th- this, this is basically how this last week on Twitter has made me feel. It's, uh, it, it it is infuriating let me let me full screen this okay much of hose piss son of a two ball bitch
2: motherfucker Fuck horse piss son of a two ball bitch sucker son of a two ball sucker son of a two ball sucker
3: son of a two ball sucker son of a two ball sucker son of a two ball
0: sucker this is my response this is my reaction every time I got added on Twitter this last week.
3: Motherfucker.
0: I don't want to see Jordan Peterson triggers and not not interested.
2: Motherfucker.
0: <laughs> That's what I say to YouTube uh, auto recommendations. That's what I say.
2: Motherfucker. Horse piss. <laughs>
0: A yep, that's me every time YouTube's, uh, algorithm. It's ironic that they, that they, uh, that they hit this video, because that, th- this is my reaction to the fact that I had no idea that Chuck had a new video, so. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're back, uh, we're back, motherfuckers. It's, uh, it's a new year. I have to say that 2018 was a very good year for the show. Uh first year I was able to monetize the show. Knock on wood that that still continues to happen. Um So, yeah, I mean Yeah, I I mean I I like I, I I like some of some of the JPP JP stuff. That's the other thing with Owen is back when um back when Owen was deep into uh Ellen, JP, I was never like I was never into Jordan Peterson. Like never in into him because a lot of like his self-help and motivation stuff is all stuff that Dennis Prager of PragerU had written about in one of his books twenty years earlier, which I am now attempt- attempting to uh, get off the floor because I knocked it out. As I've said before, let me let me let me go back to my uh, full screen here. As I've said before, in in Canada, you should really look up this book. If you want another good book that is like uh, Jordan Peterson's, read the original that JBP kind of copied. It's called, uh, Happiness is a Serious Problem, by, um, by Dennis Prager. Uh, really worth, uh, really worth reading. It basically talks about how, uh, you know, happiness is, in a nutshell, happiness... And we, I could spend a whole podcast. Maybe this is what I'll do for the Thursday audio podcast. But um, this book basically covers how happiness comes from within. and it, it comes from oneself. At the end of the day, happiness is a choice. You can either choose to be unhappy or to be happy. But at the end of the day, it's your choice. So I would also recommend this to Owen Benjamin, dude, because clearly... You don't seem very happy right now. Um, You seem upset, so please read this book. Even if you are happy, read this book. I'm thinking of rereading this book this year and maybe doing, like, a review of it, so. Okay, I'm checking the chat. More more Chuck videos, I see, so. I loved Owen's... Covers and uh, it's the FBI at your door. Oh, oh, can it the fe- The female body inspectors are here. The 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 female the female body inspectors weren't supposed to come for like another two hours at least. So uh, I'll just keep the F I'll just keep the FBI waiting outside my side my door for uh, for a bit okay, what do we got going on? okay new tab open link oh Hang on, hang on, audio's messed up. Okay, so uh apparently someone still owns keyboards and uh Chuck wanted to help Owen out here. So uh let's see. No, it's the federal broadcaster Oh so you oh so you contacted the FCC then, can we actually do have federal broadcaster inspectors here in the states. It's called the FCC. But uh they can't touch podcasting. Not really. You've contacted the cyber police. Oh great, you've contacted the gu- the guys from India? Uh, you, you you've so you've contacted the Indian help desk though that Is thats That is that is that we've done. The, the people the people who are listening to to the audio podcast are probably like what I'm reading from the live chat. You guys, for for those who are listening to this on audio, so yeah, I'm down with the FCC. Yeah, you know who. Oh, picking up on Neary's rap lyrics, clever. Neary would Neary would work with with the FCC too. I want I was dropping the most amount of bombs possible too. Anyway, uh let's see. <laughs> this this is another parody of uh this is a parody of a parody. Oh, so Chuck's going uh Chuck Chuck be uh Chuck be going uh inception with his parodies now. I see how it is. Well I'll just I'm not even going to reveal reveal the title of this one, but this is is Inception-level parody. This is... This is, like, two levels deep of parody. This is great. Okay. Share a screen. Yep. Okay. Take it away, Chuck. Great musical performances tonight, by the way.
3: Okay, so somebody told me that somebody, uh, stole owens keyboards apparently he had two nice keyboards and they're gone now so i don't know anything about that but this is for you owen
0: just say this, that the, that the audio, for some reason, the audio is a lot clearer on here than it is on Owen's supposedly professional setup too. Okay, supposedly Owen has this whole thing, but has this whole, like, fancy microphone setup that's pretty equivalent like to mine, but Chuck's audio off his phone, I'm assuming, is way better here, so... And this like I said, this is this is okay, so Aaron did the did the parody of the uh, of Mike Tyson's punch out song called uh That and where that nigga stole my bike. And so Chuck is saying that nigga stole your upright. So this is the parody Stole
3: the Piano in the dead of night! <sighs>
0: <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, oh i wish i had the uh i wish i had the sound effect soundboard set up because that deserves a sick burn uh sound effect but i'll just do it manually damn that was a sick burn dog that was a sick burn as my friend orion would say and it, and he's black by the way <laughs> I don't know, Chuck. I don't know if that last part where you just mumbled and gargled was supposed to be like an impression of Owen. I don't know if that was accidental or, or intentional, but but that is how I, but that is how I hear Owen now. Whenever you talk about the moon, ah, no, the moon. We, I mean, we, knew, I mean, we, never went to the moon, moon. Like, uh, you know, Owen now rem- reminds me when he, when you talk about the moon. He reminds me of Alex Jones. But, like, mixed with Ozzy Osbourne, when Ozzy Osbourne was, like, crazy on drugs. Remember what... I mean, I know Ozzy Osbourne somehow got clean and got his speech back. But, like, there was a point in time for, like, 20 years where... um, Where Ozzy Osbourne couldn't speak. So he would just be like, Like, you couldn't understand him. And then he would just go, Yeah! He would always shout, he would always shout his wife's name. Sure, I'm in my mood. That's how I, that's... Oh, 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 the moon, the moon. Amy, Amy, get in here, the moon. Uh, so. Uh, I sort of hear spigoli if I'm I'm being honest. So... (laughs) Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah that 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 is that is why here when oh when Owen talks about the moon now. So Alrighty folks, um at any rate enough of me uh bashing on Owen. Uh I guess the thing I wanna uh leave you with here tonight is Folks, obviously the show is back. Uh, that's the first moral of tonight's stories. I'm back. 2019, it's gonna be a great year. We did a little messing around tonight, but it's going to be, be much more, uh, news related to, uh, you know. Well, maybe. We're all, we're, we're always trying to keep it lighthearted, but I, I promise you, I will continue to do news and, uh, whatnot throughout the year. As I've always done. Um, also, um, while we're on line here, I do want to uh, address something real quick. Someone mentioned this to me. Uh, apparently, JBP and Dave Rubin are leaving Patreon. And others are thinking of leaving Patreon, too. Uh, I'm still on Patreon, and you can still support me on Patreon by going to uh patreon.com forward slash Whitfield and donating there. But you can also, this is the one I've been promoting now, and can I'm not sure if you know this, because you've been supporting me through Patreon. But Anchor, where I support the audio, where I host the audio podcast... They also have a, a listener support thing now, too. So, uh, you can support the podcast through Anchor now, too. So, if you go to, uh, anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report. Let me, let me go there, actually, right now, just to show you guys, um, who are watching this, the, uh, the webpage, and case K- In case you've never subscribed to the audio podcast too, this would actually be a good time for you to do so. Um, Because the audio podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is how I make my money. Um, How these work is I do an audio podcast. Yeah, I'll put the link to the uh, audio podcast in the YouTube description. Um, canna. But what you guys want to do if you're viewing this on YouTube, and vice versa for the, um, I need to get 200 subscribers on YouTube so that I can get a YouTube URL. But, uh, if you're subscribed on, uh, YouTube, but want to listen to the audio podcast, you go to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield report. You get this nice, uh, Homepage, and then what you can do is you can subscribe for free to the audio podcast on basically any podcasting whatever podcasting platform you use. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe there. And I this I've I've had this for years too. Um, the the show, as I've explained before was primarily audio only. So you have listened to your favorite app. We're on, we're on all these different platforms. We're on Anchor. We're on, we're on Apple Podcasts, which is obviously the biggest platform. But we're also now on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen, which a lot of my subscribers who are Android users subscribe to uh, the show on Spotify as well. And we're on all these other apps. Too. um. Alright, thanks for uh, tuning in Chuck And thanks for the music Hey, you can subscribe to the audio podcast And uh, just listen to the rest of this on your phone I'm, I'm wrapping up anyway But uh, you can subscribe on basically all the major platforms uh, I basically take the, uh, the audio of the audio streams That I do from this and Basically convert them into audio pod podcasts. So that's the Saturday episode. So that's TWR Saturday edition. And then on Thursdays, I do an ex- I do an ex- an exclusive audio only, uh, podcast. That's like for podcast listeners exclusively. And usually those are like more personal journals. Maybe I. Maybe I just reflect on, like, something funny. That's kind of what this episode was. I just kind of rambled. The, the Saturday show is usually, like, n- more like news, uh, and politics and pop culture stuff. Thursday is more of just, like, my, me ranting and whatnot. Uh, both shows are pretty good, but the Ida podcast, if you subscribe to that, even if you just listen, uh, you, you'll hear an, That's where I have my, uh, sponsor. And, uh, right now, as of this day, it's, uh... It's Flipboard is my sponsor, and you'll... And if you're listening to the audio podcast, you will have heard that. So, um... But you can also subscribe on Anchor, too, by the way. A lot of people don't want to support me on Patreon. A lot of people are moving away on from patreon because of the uh censorship of jbp and i understand that so if you like to support me you can still support me on patreon but you can also uh support me on anchor by going to uh anchor.fm forward slash whitfield report and then clicking subscribe uh you can choose a dollar a month five dollars a month or ten dollars a month and if you subscribe from your smartphone, like if you have an iPhone, you can use Apple Pay to subscribe. And it's uh, completely uh, secure that way and encrypts all your data. So, uh, again, I'm not sure if I'm going to take the uh, Patreon down yet. I don't have as big of a beef. I mean, I never, I never made my primary income off of patreon so it's not as much of a a deal but yes i do have multiple ways of you supporting the show um people have also asked me if i'm going to release premium content uh i was going to do that with the patreon page but i could never really figure out how to do that plus to be honest folks i would rather uh just consolidate uh my audio into all one place which is what anchor allows me to do Uh, right now, they do not have a paywall option for creators. I'm hoping they, uh, they add that in, though. That's the rumor. So, anyway, uh, that's just general housekeeping stuff. Again, uh, thesandwithfield.com is my website. And, uh, I'll be updating that and writing a lot more in the coming year. So, uh, folks, I just want to thank you so very much for, uh, tuning into the show and making, uh, my first new year episode of 2019 a very, uh, special one. Thanks to all those who have, uh, tuned in and either watched or listened, if you are listening on the audio podcast, shout out to, uh, Gabe, uh, or, uh, yeah, to uh, to the gang, to uh Kenna, to locomotive breath, to Josh, to Christy, and to Alyssa who showed up here, and uh to Alan, to Alan Thick too. Uh, I think that's everyone in the chat. But uh, shout out to you guys. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week for the live stream. Or on Thursday, if you subscribe to the Odd Podcast. From all of us here at NGC1, ladies and gentlemen, good night, God bless, and God save this great nation. And we've just made it to the two-hour mark, folks. And with that, we are out of here. Good night, God bless, and God save this great nation.